I think something that's quite particular to me that maybe people don't realize as much through my music is this kind of irony that sometimes my lyrics can be really like dramatic and like whether I'm talking about love or something else it can be really dramatic and it can sound a bit intense but the way I perceive them is there's this kind of irony behind what I'm saying like I'm all, almost like over characterizing what I'm talking about and I feel like for me the visual side of things allows me to bring that irony and like kind of bring it under the microscope and like make it a bit more full-on I guess. So my name is Blanca but I'm my artist project is called Odina and yeah I'm a musician and I also like sometimes direct my own videos and or work collaborate with other creatives to make visuals for my music. A lot of the times I don't know what the video is going to be like when I write the songs. I've only had that happen like on one or two occasions and one of them was with the, my video for the song One, Two, Three, Four. Like, I think pretty much when I finished writing it I already had this image of using the one, two, three, four kind of game uh, like lyrics and visualize them through this knife game where you're kind of like this really dark trying to like I'm literally doing it right now but it's literally when you try and put your a knife between your fingers like this really dark twist game and for some reason that's how I perceive the one two three four being like visually represented. For me it's almost as important as the music. I mean, I'm a musician, so the music's gonna be what comes first, but for me, the way my music's gonna be perceived is reflected with the videos. These days, people with social media, like a lot of the times when you discover an artist is through YouTube or through an ad on Instagram that has a video on it. So for me, the, the way people perceive my music is gonna be linked with the visual. Like even on Spotify these days, you're, you have like a eight second loop video that comes out while you're playing the song. So it's literally, I think nowadays it's become a part of how we consume music, which is why I give so much importance to the visuals behind my music. I never really wanted to be in front of a camera. Not, I didn't want to be on the photos of my artwork. So I started off with some pictures that I took because I'm also into photography. Then I like it slowly like moved until the point where I was like, okay, I'm ready to. I did get some pressure from like especially male in the industry being like you need to be in your own artwork because that's kind of like part of who you are and of selling your music but I never really like heard what they said I was kind of like I want to do my own thing but it came to a point where I was like I actually do want to be in my own artwork but I wanted to do it in my own way so I found this uh, photographer that I've been like a big fan of for ages he's called Lukas Werboski I don't know how to pronounce his name so if like you have to pardon me for that but then he took some pictures of me and it was like I was in them but it was in this very like specific kind of way and I think for my videos it was the same I didn't want to be in my own videos the first two videos I released I wasn't in them but then it got to the point where I was like I do want to get be in my videos but I'll do it in my own kind of like maybe weird kind of way and like present myself the way I want and for me, the whole uh, finding clothes for them, which is like 
I, I basically style my own videos. It's really important part of it as well because I feel like the clothes really have to be part. It's almost like I treat the clothes as another prop in the video. They have to be part of the like composition of the shows. Like they have to kind of go with the background or pop pop out against the background. So for me, that's really important on one hand and another hand. It's also important because they present me as an artist and. I do like having a stage name because it separates who I am from my music and I feel like in some ways I also like to think of this as a character that I've created for myself so maybe most of the clothes I wear on my videos I probably wouldn't wear in real life but that's part of like making this character in front of the camera. Um, well, I have to say that um, w when you ask me to choose a place, uh, it's also the whole, there's some limitations to the places where we can meet because of COVID. It had to be an outdoor location and the first thing that came to mind was Primrose Hill, which is where we are because there's a song in, in my album called Primrose Hill and I thought it's actually the only song I have that actually references a real place. So I thought it was a perfect place to meet today. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a song that felt really literal and really in the moment. And I literally wrote it one day. Uh, we were about to go to Primrose Hill and I felt really like down. It was at my first year of uni, people were going to go to Primrose Hill because there were these big fireworks and we were going to go and watch them from there. And I was kind of like feeling like who are these people, are they even my friends? Like I was just having one of those like days where you question everything in your life, or I at least I have those kind of days. And then we were about to leave and then I just started writing the song and it has the lyric, I heard, that I've heard there's fireworks by Primrose Hill and the whole song just came from that idea of like people not understanding you, but then yeah, I don't know. I guess it just sparked from that moment in time and I was glad to mention the place where we were actually going even though the whole song ended up going in a different direction, I guess. Well, I've like I've kind of come a long way f like with making videos because the first couple of videos I did, I just kind of had an idea and like maybe found some clothes for it but then we pretty much improvised because it was usually just me and some friends who filmed it for me and then I edited but lately I've kind of really like gotten into it so I will like start with obviously I'll start with having an idea that I want to base the video on and then I'll make a mood board and that's the way I work and the mood board would have a lot of pictures that I consider like references or like inspiration for the vibe. And then sometimes I keep it quite free for the day. But lately, like with the latest video I directed, it's been like quite ambitious for me. And I did do like a proper storyboard of everything I wanted and then like a short list, I guess, because I've started to work with directors so I've I've done a couple of videos that I didn't direct myself I was really creatively involved and working side to side with directors but I wasn't directing it which was really freeing but it also 
Uh, it was really interesting for me because I learned a lot from working with directors and knowing how a video would, like, in a more professional way, how it would be done, like, having a very precise shot list, for example, can help you, like, achieve what you want to achieve without having to go through a lot of stress on the day. So I'm kind of taking it way more seriously now, like, at least with this last video I directed, but it can vary, and I think... I think it depends on the kind of video I'm, I want to make. If it's a very like technically difficult, like the video I just showed, we were, we had a, a like a um, TV in it, and then we have like a VHS camera connected to it, and we were playing with the images that were inside the TV and outside the TV, and everything had to be done like live. So it was like technically you had to really think beforehand mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what you were going to do because otherwise you wouldn't have the right material to put inside the TV and stuff like that. But sometimes I think like I have some ideas for videos to do in the future which would be more like maybe going to a location and improvising and like letting the location and working with people that I trust that I know we can just improvise on set kind of thing. So I think it depends on the idea. By necessity, I usually work out of my bedroom and I would love to have like my own studio so I could kind of separate the place where I sleep with the place where I work. But in a city like London, that's pretty much like out of reach for most like musicians or like artists, I guess. And I think I think I there's a part of it that I like, which is the fact that I feel really comfortable and I feel like I can really be very vulnerable in my own room. Like a lot of the vocals that I record are just like a take that I've done in my bedroom. And it, with my album that just came out, some of the songs I I recorded them at a studio, well at this church. But there were some songs that I purposely did not want to record there because I wanted to record them on my own so I could be at my most vulnerable, like no one watching and like just me and a microphone in my own bed. Like I purposely wanted that. So I think there's also like a good side to it. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that you're saying how, like, limitations or, like, working around what we have ends up becoming a tool. And in some ways, I probably wouldn't never have gotten into making videos or, like, directing my own videos if it wasn't out of necessity, like, four years ago, like, releasing, or even longer now, releasing my first song. I wanted to have a video to go with it, but I, like, had no means whatsoever, so I just... Uh, used my own camera and filmed it from my dad's car like just this piece of like mountains like a one shot of uh, these mountains where I used to go growing up and that was my first video but it kind of made me realize I can do this like I don't need any money I can just do my own thing and I slowly built it from there and had more like actually thought out visuals rather than just a one take but it was realizing that I could do it that made me want to do more of them. I don't think I have a ritual, but I think for me, the place where I work, I need to feel like comfortable. So right now I'm taking a lot of, like, I'm uh, focusing a lot on like the way my room looks, making sure it looks 
inspiring in some way like or even like having messiness I need to tidy up and I always feel like I need my room to be like this really nice space for me to feel creative in it but then at the same time I moved a lot of times last year and like the last place where I was at like which was like a temporary like two month kind of place where I stayed out with friends I had the tiniest room and that place really did not have any of the qualities that I would usually look for like spacious or like whatever and I, I actually ended up like working on a lot of my album there and being really productive so it kind of made me feel like maybe I just focus on a lot of these details which are actually distracting me from actually creating but at the same time maybe it is part of the process to kind mm -hmm. of go through that until you're ready. Lockdown gave me a bit of a hint of what it would be like to be able to focus solely on music because myself as a lot of other artists like I have always have to have like a part-time job and I've been lucky enough to have been able to like be mainly supported by my music, but I still always had like other things going on. But I feel like having to be inside the whole time gave me a bit of an idea of what it would be like if I didn't have other things going on, if I could just focus on music. And it was actually a bit like scary because I feel like for me having less time because of being busy with loads of things mm -hmm. outside of my music makes me be more productive with the little time I have to actually do what I like. But when you have all this time in the world, suddenly it's like, oh, what do I do now? It's gotten to the point where it's not no longer interesting to talk about it, but I think, I think like a lot of people have struggled mentally with thinking, oh, this is what our lives have been reduced to and like, that obviously has affected my work a lot. Like, as a musician, I can't really play shows, pretty much. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I've been lucky enough that I've still been able to, like, shoot videos, for example. We shot two of my last videos. We shot them after the lockdown was eased and stuff. So in some ways, I can still do that. I can still, like, create. I don't know if it has inspired me to create. I I actually thought during lockdown that it was actually blocking me because when you're worried, you don't really feel like creating. But I did write two really depressing songs during lockdown that, and one of them I'm really proud of. So maybe like some good things will come out of it creatively. Mm -hmm. Some things will also not come out, but I'm kind of trying to not put too much pressure on it because it's already hard as it is. I was just thinking that I don't want it to sound like I'm a visual artist. I'm doing it and I really like it and it's part of what I do. Like I consider it part of my art, but I don't want to sound like I'm a videographer, you know, like a like filmmaker. <laughs>